Welcome back to episode two of Mic Check, where we talk all things music and black culture. I'm your host, Georgina, and today I have my friends, Brendan and Jalen, with me. Hey, y'all. What it is. <laughs> so, let's get into it. So, let's start with some of your favorite artists that we saw rise to greatness in 2019. So, uh, some artists, some of my favorite artists that I saw rise to greatness definitely are Ari Lennox, Summer Walker, um, who else? I recently got put on a Roddy Ridge. Um, I've really just been listening to a lot of slow jams, so I can't really name any hype people right now. I feel like coming from Virginia, especially right now, we're coming in in Virginia. Coming from Virginia, it's Masego? like a slow jam. Oh, I know? thought you were about to say Masego because oh, no. he's out of Virginia. Is he? Was yeah, he, he went to ODU, but I oh, think dang. he's from Hampton. But he definitely, I'm glad he started getting some recognition this year. Virginia, we we produce a, a lot, lot of people, so man. Many. Like, yeah. even the underground stuff. You're like, correct. You, do, I don't know if y'all keep up with, like, rap battles or anything, but, like, Not Mariah as much as I used to, no. Queen of the Ring, bruh. They was just up in Richmond, and it's, like, it's a lot of stuff that's, like, in the woodworks. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's crazy. People be trying to downplay us. For real. But definitely, yeah, Summer, Ari, uh, Masego, Roddy Rich. Yeah. What about you? Um, for me... This is a hard question because 2019, I didn't listen to anybody new. I listened to the same people for the most of the for most of the year, which um, consisted of like Usher, Music Soul Child, and um, my ultimate favorite, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, no, I can touch bases on Brandy for a little bit. Um, I ended up my very first song that I really covered and was for real for real confident with was in middle school and I uh, did a rendition of um, acapella by Brandy and ever since then I fell in love with like her sound her arrangement her thought process and all of that so like from then on out she became one of my ultimate favorites but and like somebody to really look up to in 2019 because brandy that's old school mm-hmm. yes like and then she i don't feel like she gets the respect that she really deserves she she doesn't no she, she doesn't. doesn't and i feel like people a lot of people sleep on her a lot of people when you get into runs and like she breathes a run right like, she does like, yeah when you pay attention if you if you paid attention to who she was around and when she was up and coming what yeah. like there's no reason why she yeah. should shouldn't be getting noticed she got Whitney like Houston stamp of approval like come on it's because it's because now she's a lot older and I feel like in the music industry if you think about like the people that were coming up last year like you're not gonna find Someone that's over Brandy, 35. She releases quality content though. People right. are looking for a good hook and a nice beat, and she hasn't had that honestly since Put It Down mm-hmm. with Chris Brown. But yeah. that doesn't mean she's not releasing quality stuff. Because even even on that same album as um Put It Down, like I see what you mean, like where she hasn't had any like upbeat like, like that's yeah, what, like, yeah. contemporary stuff where mm-hmm. it's like what what you hear on the radio like pop. But like, that's why I can respect her because same thing with Usher, same thing with Music Child, uh, Music Soul Child. They all have like that, that cult type of following, mm-hmm. which is why I was saying like Brandy is like my ultimate favorite for 2019 because she released um, a song. I can't remember what the name of the song at the moment, 
but um, it was just completely different from what she was. You know, like most people, they hear they. You say Brandy, they're thinking I'm sitting up in my room. That's my yeah. son. Or like they think of like her staples, like when she yeah. was like a teenager. So it's like for her to have released that song that had that southern like. Okay, you have like that. Like the yeah. twang, it's got the twang. Too. Right, like it has, it's like. I don't know. But I feel like older music focused a lot more on, on like chords and like mm-hmm. the words and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And if you think of like, we got come at the scene now. Yeah. Who is not talking about shit. So how would you say that the music that we're listening to reflects uh, what's going on in our generation and what's going on currently? Well, obviously the first thing that comes to mind is drugs. Obviously. Yes. Because a lot of the new rappers coming out, honestly. And this is another thing. Like, I'm just a person. I don't know if you guys, like, know this, but I'm really big on hip-hop. Like, old-school hip-hop. Everyone knows this. Bro, like, I'm really big on hip-hop. So when all these rappers are coming out claiming to be rappers and it's mumble rap, I feel like that should be a whole nother genre in itself. I feel like it's disrespectful to put it in the same genre as rap and hip-hop. But all these rappers like coming out in that genre of mumble rap and um, like, I'm not gonna say ski mask, this is disrespectful to ski mask because he is an actual artist. But I'm like, y'all know who I'm talking about the face tats, the all they're talking about is sipping the lean, the double cups, they got auto tune on top of auto tune. Like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that definitely reflects our generation because drugs are cool. That's what kids think. Like, drugs are cool. So that's what they go to when they want to release the music just like how with female artists they have to portray themselves in a sexy manner in order to sell records i feel like right. nowadays a lot of rappers feel like they have to insert drugs in their lyrics in order to sell records and i think that's interesting you brought up uh the female rappers and female rappers feeling the need to be like super sexualized because mm-hmm. you know we have meg the stallion and we have uh lizzo who isn't a rapper but mm-hmm. lizzo who should be a big uh, you know, person yeah. for, you know, like the plus size community for yeah. women empowerment. And we've got her like at the NBA game showing her ass. You Man, know? that was different. That was out of pocket for me. <laughs> I legit thought I was seeing things when I saw that video. Right. I did. Crazy, because that's a family event. Yeah. But because like, these females feel, these females in the music industry feel like they need to be so overly sexualized. Publicity. That that's, yeah. That's, yeah. That's what we come up with. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I kind of agree with it to a certain extent. I feel it. Because I have a tremendous amount of respect for women, honestly, because they have to put up with so much, like, within the industry already, Mm -hmm. outside of them being a woman. And then on top of that, now they have, okay, you're a woman and you were born with different body parts than me, so now we have to give you a hard time. So it's like... When people, it goes back to the whole respect thing. Mm-hmm. They just don't respect it. So when you enter into an industry where the men are already talking about what it is, mm-hmm. I feel like the women are now empowering it by, I mean, they always have been, but I feel like they're really empowering it now because it's like, okay, why be offended by something that I, that not that you are, but it's like, they already are rapping and making music about this. So exactly. why not like Flaunt profit it. off of it? Yeah. Profit off of it and market myself through this. Just because you dress like that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that that's how you are. But that also affects like keeping the theme with the question affects uh like this generation generation this day and age because if you think about it, 
nobody's having an ugly phase anymore. <laughs> like a lot of these middle schoolers straight up look like Instagram models and yes. they're dressing like right. these rappers and stuff like that. Whereas when we was in middle school, we had Kesha and we had like the grunge oh eyeliners God. and we had the big bangles and stuff like that. So that, I feel like that also. But then it's, it's also who, who can these people look up to? Cause you know, last year we had hot girl summer come out with Meg Thee Stallion, mm-hmm. but like, and, and I love Meg Thee Stallion, but like she's up there like just shaking her ass, which is fine. Like do it. But like if everyone is doing that, then who's gonna tell the girl who has no ass (laughs) (laughs) that she, you know, right? Like, (laughs) I don't know. It's just like this image of like perfection and like sexuality that Mm -hmm. you know a 13, 14 year old is gonna be looking up to, Mm -hmm. but isn't gonna be able to reach. I feel like if you say anything truthful in your music, though, it's not gonna get the recognition it deserves. Anything. And it doesn't even have to be about, like, how women represent their bodies. It could just be, like, mental health. Like, Summer Walker gets bashed constantly for her social anxiety. It could be, like, today's day and age because J. Cole doesn't get the recognition for when he raps about what's actually happening today. Mm -hmm. So, I just feel like anything truthful, they aren't, they aren't gonna promote it as much because that's not what they wanna see sell. You know what I'm saying? It's all about entertaining. Well, for me, it's all about the the actual music itself. So I yeah. would say, like, Tayana Taylor oh, is, I, is she someone... She had a year. Yeah, for sure. She definitely had a year. You're she, correct. to me, is bringing back, like, actual music. Like, she gives me such a good and, 2000s vibe. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like, that old school vibe, but bringing it to modern day. Mm-hmm. And she's someone that I definitely would like to see get more recognition mm-hmm. in the new year because mm-hmm. the music honestly in my opinion is like equally balanced yeah like, it has that sex appeal it definitely does mm-hmm. and she's bringing right. back videos she's really yeah. bringing like mm-hmm. honestly right. 106 in part could come back and survive off of tiana taylor right. videos alone because <laughs> right. her videos are they're fire yeah, yeah. she's definitely Especially the, the um the one are you talking about the one with asap no that one was that, that one, one was, was good nice. that was good but, I like the um one with uh um yeah that was uh she remixed her song with um some members from Wu Tang. Yes. It was a uh, Method Man was in there and I think Ghostface Killer. I have a thing I for think. like those cheesy old videos. Yeah, like, yeah. Walking down like, New York, puffer coats on. Right, like and it's, you yeah. can tell that this was scripted. Like, yeah, literally, yeah, like, literally it was scripted. scripted. Yeah, and there's no like acting because it adds that um, that rawness. Like mm-hmm. that, okay. You can tell that she conceptualized this whole entire video mm-hmm. herself, which she has, and I that's what I admire. About and now herself. artists are hiring her to produce their videos now, yeah. yeah. So that, that was really cool. Like, um, do you have anyone that you'd like to see get more credit in the new year? Yes, Vic Mensa. Oh. Um, I've been listening to Vic Mensa since Chance the Rapper, before Chance the Rapper even knew what Cocoa Butter Kisses were. Like, <laughs> Chance and Vic came out around the same time, but Chance just blew up different. They were both on the whole independent wave, and they were both, like, looking at Kanye and Jay-Z as inspiration, but Chance just got put on different because of how he marketed himself, and he marketed his community. Um... Vic didn't really market himself the same, but if you ask me, Coco Butter Kisses is Vic Mensa's song because he bodied that freaking orange soda juice. Like, and also, I'm so hip hop 
I'm so serious about freestyles. I hate when I can tell that a freestyle is a rap that a rapper wrote but never got the chance to record. So it's in their back pocket as a freestyle and they fit it to whatever beat the disc jockey puts on. Vic Mensa can freestyle like at the snap of a finger and that's just like artistry for me. That just takes me back to old days where everybody was freestyling. Eminem was freestyling. Lil Wayne was freestyling before he put the bandana on the microphone. Like. <laughs> That's what I think about. So I feel like his artistry definitely needs some more recognition. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode of Mike Check. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to subscribe.